This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Since the global financial crisis more than a decade ago, there's been a focus within the finance sector about the role that intermediaries have played in slowing down transactions and as well collecting fees along the way. But with the growth of various cryptocurrencies, there's an emerging new area called decentralized finance, which could have a significant impact moving forward. Kevin Werbach is a professor of legal studies and business ethics at the Warden School. He also is uh, focusing on DeFi right now, as it is also known, which is at uh, an intersection of blockchain and digital assets and financial services. And he has teamed up with the World Economic Forum to develop a first of its kind, the Decentralized Finance Policymaker Toolkit. Kevin joins us to talk about that and this area of decentralized finance. Kevin, great to have you with us. Hope you're doing well. Dan, always great to talk to you. If you can, start with this concept of DeFi, and and if you can, uh, try and uh, give us a little bit more of an understanding of what it is and, and how it is playing a role right now. DeFi is a fascinating, exciting, and in some ways uh, scary phenomenon that is happening in the cryptocurrency world. It's something that uh, technically has been around for several years, but really was in the, the very small experimentation phase until mid-2020, when it really exploded in activity. The, the basic idea of DeFi is, what if we reconstructed the financial system on a decentralized blockchain-based set of foundations? So instead of intermediary institutions like, like banks and exchanges, we would just have software protocols that are running what are called smart contracts, uh, blockchain-based software run on a distributed network that automatically executes transactions. And that cryptocurrencies, uh, digital tokens, would be the assets that are transacted. And this has really um, exploded in activity over the past year. In, in some ways, it's the first real large-scale killer application for blockchain technology. Uh, at the peak last month, there was about $80 billion worth of cryptocurrency that was locked in as collateral or liquidity in these uh, DeFi protocols. So it's a, it's a really significant phenomenon, but tremendously challenging, uh, both from a business standpoint and from a policy standpoint, uh, yeah. because how do you understand what these services are when they're just software running on distributed networks? And how do you address the really important regulatory and risk issues that come up in that environment? So when you think about the potential impacts here, and let me start with financial services, because I would guess, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you were to bring this concept into play, say, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, you would probably have a lot of those banks, et cetera, that would you know, probably throw up a level of concern. But because of how things have developed, especially within the last few years, I would think that maybe they are, are looking at this as a great opportunity as well. Well, that's a good question. And that's one of several reasons that we launched this project with the World Economic Forum. Uh, DeFi is, again, built entirely on blockchain and cryptocurrency foundations. But obviously, there is going to be intersection between the traditional finance world and this new emerging DeFi world. Uh, and so lots of traditional and established financial institutions 
are looking at this activity, uh, the trading activity and lending activity, derivatives, insurance, all these financial services that they're familiar with being run in a completely different way and potentially a more efficient way, uh, potentially a way that's more accessible to people around the world, a potentially a way that allows for uh, sophisticated new financial products to be created by what's called composing different uh, financial primitive, different elements uh, on this software platform. So no question, uh, all of the major players in the financial sector are now looking at this and trying to understand what it is. And that, that's also why one of the reasons why regulators are looking at it and trying to figure out you know, what to do about the purely new activity, as well as what to do about established financial institutions that want to get involved. So it's very much, as you allude to, an evolving area. And I guess a lot of the potential positives and negatives are still in the process of kind of playing out right now? Yeah, so there's a whole set of different risks, and that, that's a lot of what this report is. So uh, my group at Wharton um, partnered with the World Economic Forum. Uh, they have a blockchain group there. Uh, and together we brought together a network of experts around the world, uh, regulators, investors, uh, DeFi technology developers, uh, traditional financial services people, academics, and so forth. Uh, and we spent about a year identifying, first of all, what is DeFi? Just just understanding exactly what it is is a challenge. There weren't really uh, well-established definitions. So the first thing we did was was build a rigorous understanding of, of what it is that makes this unique and distinctive. Uh, and there was an initial paper we put out called DeFi Beyond the Hype. Both of these you can find um, on the World Economic Forum site, or also uh, that one is on the, the Wharton uh, Initiative for Financial Policy and Regulation site. So that was step one, identifying what it is. And then step two was identifying both the risks as well as potential policy approaches that could be taken. So uh, we, we mapped out very systematically uh, what are risks that we know about in financial services. So, for example, um, you know, there are financial stability risks. There's uh, market risks when asset prices go down. There's counterparty risks. There's risks when there are um, you know, financial stability concerns when there's a run on assets and so forth. Um, and then there's new emergent risks in this world. We, we've never really had uh, all financial activity purely software-based and decentralized in this way. So you know, what are the opportunities where you don't have an intermediary institution that you have to trust? But what are also the dangers when you don't have an intermediary institution that you can't trust? Uh, and so we mapped out all of these risks and then provided guidance on how governments might be able to address those risks in a way that also uh, doesn't unreasonably preclude the kind of beneficial innovation that might be happening. That was, that was I wanted to ask you about that anyway, because you would think that that the the concept of innovation, this is just an area that is potentially ripe with opportunity here. But again, as you allude to, you're, you're kind of working through a lot of the process right now, so you're not sure you know where that level of innovation would would really fit in, I would think. It's all moving very fast. Uh, new services are emerging, uh, new interesting combinations of different services. And there's also, quite frankly, uh, a good deal of fraud and thefts and hacks yeah. uh, and problems. This is still very immature space. Um, but policymakers and regulators around the world are appropriately saying we want to understand this. We don't want to just stamp it out because it's something new. Um, but we want to see where the legitimate concerns we have. We're concerned about 
money laundering and financial crime or concerned about investor protection and so forth. So it's a dialogue. And you know, what we've been very pleased by since this uh, DeFi Policymaker Toolkit uh, came out earlier in June is we've gotten a very strong response back from uh, regulators in, in many jurisdictions around the world saying, uh, you know, we, we appreciate this and, and, and really we, you know, we are trying to go down the path of asking the right questions and, and having that dialogue. And, and frankly, you know, the other, you know, one of the other audiences uh, that we're interested in is, is companies and developers and, and, and others in this DeFi world, uh, the ones who want to be responsible, who appreciate that there need to be protections against these various kinds of risks, um, getting them more into dialogue with the regulators uh, and trying to explain what they're doing better so that they can come to some resolution that makes sense. As you mentioned a moment ago, it becomes important uh, when you think about the potential that is there. Obviously, there's the regulatory side, but as you also alluded to, the concerns, the negative concerns uh, of potential uh, fiscal harm uh, that are out there uh, of, you know, uh, you know, the activities that we've seen around some of the hacking stuff that is going on right now. So there are it's, I feel like I'm you know beating the drum here, but it's it's certainly just a, a nascent area that has a opportunity. But you have to uh, see this all play out. No, absolutely. In, in some ways, it is a microcosm of the larger cryptocurrency world. So, right. uh, you know, we already have big issues around centralized exchanges, companies like Coinbase and so forth, that trade cryptocurrencies. There are lots of issues about financial crime. There are issues about fraud and so forth. Um, some of that uh, DeFi basically just plugs into. But then DeFi adds a whole new set of questions. Um, where if uh, the transaction is executed purely in software, um, you know, who should a regulator interact with if there is a concern or a problem? What, what happens if there's a hack? Uh, yeah. Does someone just lose their funds? Um, what happens in terms of the, the connection? If there's risk from um, composing these different DeFi services together, um, just as we saw in the, the financial crisis in, in 2008, where there was just not an appreciation of the systemic and emergent risks of all these different financial instruments being created. Um, what are those new kinds of risks for DeFi? So absolutely, it's, it's a big challenge. And um, this initiative that, that I put together with the World Economic Forum, uh, which, again, drew in a lot of other people, and I would, I would single out also uh, David Gogel, who's a, a recent Wharton, Wharton graduate, was really very essential in this project. Um, the whole idea was, all right, let's, let's get the experts together and uh, identify what these issues are. Um, so it's not just, again, general hypotheticals. We can talk concretely and specifically and then talk about countermeasures because the, the organizations and the developers that are promoting DeFi, they want to see it grow. They don't want to see hacks. They don't want to see scams. Uh, they don't want to see people losing their money. Um, so they are motivated as well to, to try and figure these things out. Do you expect that, like a lot of things around digital in our lives these days, that DeFi will have developing standards and developing impact even as we move along, kind of to a degree, a little bit of a moving target uh, as a lot is in, in the digital world? Oh, it's a huge moving target. Again, from when we started this project about a year ago to when the paper came out, uh, all kinds of things changed. New services um, were launched. 
uh, activity levels uh, went up and down. The price of, of crypto assets went up and down. Uh, stable yeah. coins, which are one of the, the foundational pieces of uh, DeFi, which are digital assets, uh, tokens like cryptocurrencies, but that are designed to be stable. They're typically pegged to the U.S. dollar. Um, all of that was a, a massively increasing phenomenon with lots of different technical ways of doing it um, over the last yeah. year. So no question, um, the fast evolution in this area um, is a big challenge for everyone. It, it's part of what makes it so fascinating and exciting. Um, yeah. But it's, it's definitely something that calls upon uh, everyone, whether you're a regulator, you're in a in financial services business trying to understand what this means to you, or, or someone who's in the, the cryptocurrency world, you need to try and get ahead of it. You you can't just sit back and wait, uh, or or just say, well, let me look at what it is now. You have to have some perspective on the evolution. And, and again, that was you know, one of the reasons that we went through and created this, this systematic report, um, was you know, once you have a better understanding of the constituent parts of the DeFi ecosystem, then you can see you know, where things are evolving more quickly, you know, where the real tension points are going to be. Kevin, great to have you with us. Thanks very much for your insight on this, and we will stay in touch. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Kevin Werbach, Professor of Legal Studies and Business Ethics at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.